0: Hi friends, this is Megan and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. Hi friends and welcome back to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. My name is Megan and I am the host of this podcast and the founder of She Lives Purposefully and I am so, so excited, so stoked that you are here. Whether it is your first time listening to an episode or you have binged and listened to every single episode with us, I just am so thankful for you. You guys, I have a quick request and that request is just that you would hit that subscribe button. You would subscribe to the She Lives Purposefully podcast and if you have it in you, please leave a review these reviews I really can't even tell you how encouraging they have been just to read and see and kind of um, understand what your thoughts on the podcast are how you've been encouraged by it or things that you want out of the podcast and to you guys for people who have been just kind of stumbling on um, Spotify or Apple podcasts and seeing this podcast wondering if it's worth it to take listen um, they you know are just encouraged to do so because of what you wrote so just a quick plea for you to subscribe and write a review. I would be so blessed, so thankful. But without further ado, let's get to this episode. You guys, this episode is actually a recording from um, an episode of my friend's podcast, Let's Me for Coffee. Her name is Lauren and she runs that podcast and I was so honored to be able to hop on with her and be a guest on it. Um, <clears throat> And so in this episode, I actually, I loved this episode so much that I asked her to take the audio um, or I asked her to give me the audio so I could take it and I could post it here. Um, it's basically just her and I talking about the start of She Lives Purposefully, the really painful story that kind of um, started it all and just how the Lord brought me through that and how he allowed something like She Lives Purposefully to be created out of a very, very painful season, easily the hardest season of my life. So I'm really excited for you guys to listen and I just, yeah, really stoked for it. So let's get started. Welcome
1: to another episode of Let's Meet for Coffee. I am Lauren
2: and I'm hanging out with Megan. Thank you for joining us. Hi guys. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. I am so, so, so honored to be here. How are you today? Good, good, busy, but good at home. Um, work and yeah now it just is an SLP packed day. (laughs) I love it so we are talking
1: to Megan the founder and creator of SLP which stands for she lives purposefully oh my gosh this um, ministry this business that she has created is absolutely amazing so we are going to dive in to how that all began so why don't you just let us know um how you started with um she lives purposefully
2: yeah no well first thanks for your sweet words it's so encouraging um but yeah so she lives purposefully began um i guess about two years ago now two and a half years ago maybe um and it started as a senior project for college so i was graduating and you need something you know you're you're senior thesis kind of idea, but it was a project based thing. And it had to basically sum up what you majored in and everything you learned. So I majored in COM, And I was like, let me create a website. Because um, I already kind of knew how to do that. And as I was trying to really figure out what I wanted to do for the project, the topic for it, I knew that I really wanted it to be something worthwhile, and that would make an impact. And it wasn't just going to be something that like got me the grade and got me to graduate, you know, Um, I really wanted it to be impactful and really touch people. And so as I was trying to figure out what to do, I was actually um, kind of just reflecting on a past season of my life where the Lord had really healed my heart from a tragedy in my family. And um, he really used this kind of idea of Purpose to do that. Like he, I was really struggling with pain and um, how the Lord could allow something to happen, and, and me feeling so angry and bitter and sad and stuck in that place. And the Lord showed me 2 Corinthians 1, where it talks about how God is the God of all comfort and he comforts us in all our affliction so that we can comfort others who may be in affliction with that same comfort that he comforts us with. And that's so that really stuck out to me because it was like, all right, here is purpose, you know, in pain, here's purpose in a situation in a situation that I would have thought had no purpose, but like evil, you know, um, and I so I was just reflecting on that season where I kind of had that revelation and I thought to myself, what if um this idea of purpose could really do for others what it did for me. For me, it changed the direction of my life. I got so on fire for the Lord. And I was like, all right, I just want to love people better and comfort people better and just tell people that Jesus cares about them. You know, it just, that became my whole lifestyle and mindset shift. Um, And I was like, so what if this idea of purpose can really just impact the way people live and encourage them too? So for the senior project, um, I decided to call it She Lives Purposely, and I interviewed six different women that I felt like really lived purposely and intentionally in their lives, and just talked to them about their stories, where they were at, um, what their thoughts about purpose were, um, and I really loved it. I was like my baby. I felt like my heart and soul was poured out into this this idea Um, and it got a lot of great feedback and, and people, especially women were just really encouraged by it, which meant the world to me. And I was so grateful because it was like, I felt like I was really using it to glorify the Lord, just the things that I had studied and learned. And people were really telling me that I should continue it in some way. So yeah, over the next few months, I was like putting together a logo and branding and just what I wanted it to be. And, and then She Lives Purposely began. So we added blogs and different things and, and yeah, the rest was history.
0: Hi friends. I just wanted to take a second to say thank you for listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast. I hope and pray you are encouraged and even exhorted here. Did you know that the She Lives Purposely podcast is listener supported? If the She Lives Purposely podcast has been an encouragement in your life, I hope you'll consider joining the movement and support the impact that the podcast is making through monthly gifts. You can give one, five, or even ten dollars a month and help us reach and encourage women like you. To support the podcast in that way, you can click the link in the show notes. Again, She Lives Purposely runs on support like yours, and I am so thankful. That is amazing. I love,
1: I guess, the theme for this episode, right? What we're really gonna mm-hmm. dive into is the pain and that there's purpose in your pain. So you, it started out as a college project, this end yeah. project for you, um, but God really used something that you went through to mm-hmm. bring about um, this whole idea. Um, if you don't mind sharing, what was that tragedy, that painful, um, season that you went through? What exactly
2: happened? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was my first semester of college. I went to a Bible college in California and, um, while I was out there, I was in class and my mom was calling me and I just was like, you know, I'll answer later kind of deal. And when I eventually did, she had told me that my grandma had passed away. Um, but then Mm. gradually we had discovered that she actually had been murdered in her home. Um, and it really shook me to the core because up until that point, I feel like my life had been pretty, um, PG in a sense, you know, like nothing like crazy tragic had happened and, and there had been, you know, it wasn't like. Like I had gone through, you know, people that I love passing away, but in my mind, it was like, all right, this was like a natural thing. And then this is something that is unnatural. Like this was somebody inflicted pain on somebody else. And, um, it really wrecked me because I just, I just really didn't understand how to kind of, um, figure out that like the Lord could be good and all knowing and still allow something like this to happen. Um, right. And I think I kind of had subconsciously, and I would have never thought this out loud or even really thought that I believed this, but I think almost subconsciously felt like God is good because he's good to me, you know, because he's good in my life because I can see that nothing bad has happened because he's always protected me because you know x y z um and and that kind of blew up in my face this idea of that and that sense of security that like um life is easy, you know because I follow Jesus and right. um yeah, it was tragic. And, and even to this day, we, we don't have answers on who did it. We don't, you know, there's no clarity, there's no closure. Um, Wow. there's no justice. And, and I think that too was something for months that really, really, um, ate at me just because it was like, not only did something happen, but there's no justice in it like that. Um, was really bothersome to me. So that that is what happened. Yeah, she um yeah, she was murdered in her home. It was uh early morning and and we don't have a why and we don't have a who or a what or anything. But um yeah, that that's what happened. And she she loved the Lord, she loved Jesus and mm. and that's always something that is such a comfort to us. But um yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. In short. That's, that's so intense and yeah
1: I could very easily see where like that was your reality, like God is good mm-hmm. because my situation is good, right like my right. life I mean you go through stuff, but nothing like super like right. intense like that, and I know so many people, well, not maybe so many, but I've talked to people before where um they think like once I accept Jesus into my heart, um my life is going to be good. Like, it's great. Like I'm not going to have any other trials. Everything's going to be good. Um, but that is from the truth. We still, Mm -hmm. um, will endure trials and tribulations, but the difference is that we have Jesus to help us get through those things. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, I like how you said, you know, it was hard to see that God was still good. Um, and Mm -hmm. I think that's something that I learned, um, pretty early on in life that, Mm -hmm. God is still good, even when it doesn't feel good. Um, And that's, that's, that's hard to come to like, that's a hard truth to understand. Uh, But once you, you know, kind of come to terms and submit yourself to the Lord, knowing that Mm. God is all knowing he's all powerful um, and that he's working it all together. You know, sometimes we don't Mm. understand why things happen. You know, we have no idea, Mm. Um, but he works at all for our good Um, and you touched on another thing that I kind of want to highlight and it's that there's no justice for what happened and Mm -hmm. I think for me personally like that's something that really aggravates me right because when I see wrong being done to Mm -hmm. someone that doesn't deserve it right like that injustice is happening like it's almost like this fire begins to kind of dwell within me and kind of like get set ablaze if that makes sense you know like I remember in high school and this isn't anywhere near like a family member getting murdered but I remember a friend of mine was getting um teased right because he um His family's from India and, you know, they eat Uh, certain foods and he had his certain beliefs and this other kid was making fun of him and like totally like,
2: yeah,
1: like in an Indian accent, just taunting him. And I could, like, I remember it like it was yesterday, like the feeling of Mm -hmm. rage that was starting to dwell within me because... Like who are you oh, yeah. to be teasing this kid? Like he was yeah. my friend at that, and I was like, yeah. just because he's not going to stick up for himself doesn't mean that I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, like, I'm gonna have right. to do better than that. Like I was so upset that day, and yeah. so I can only imagine what it feels mm. like to not have that justice, to have this rage against someone and not even know who mm. that person is, right?
2: Yeah. Um, and
1: since it's almost like no closure. However, Mm -hmm. I think we reach a point of maturity in Christ when we can forgive the person without receiving the apology that we deserve. Mm -hmm. Sometimes in life, like, you're not going to get the apology. You're not going to get the explanation um, that you deserve. But Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it's important to let go of the bitterness and forgive that Mm -hmm. person even if you don't yeah. get what you expect, Absolutely. even if it doesn't work out the way you think or that it's supposed to work out, right? Yeah, um, right. And I and think that kind of, too. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, go it ahead. I kind of put out there, no,
2: no, no, I don't want to cut you off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. It just kind of reminded me of, um, you know, allowing God to fight the battles for you. Yeah. Like, obviously right. we do what we can within our own strength, but sometimes we just got to, surrender and hand it over to God and let him deal with it you know
2: absolutely absolutely and that's something me and my sister were actually just talking about um, was this idea of forgiving that person because I think um you know now like I feel like I can talk about it a lot more easily than I ever used to be able to um it's been multiple years and I feel like the Lord has really just met me in such a place where um like Right after the incident for months on end, I don't think there was a day I went without like weeping, you know, and just feeling so angry. Like it was like if anything kind of any trigger was just the end of the world, you know, it just felt like it broke me. Um, And now I feel like I can talk about it and know that like the Lord heals and the Lord saves and the Lord is going to be glorified and that she is with him now, you know, like totally safe and fine and like in his presence which is so incredible um but too like we were talking about like forgiving somebody and Mm -hmm. I feel like um because really just bitterness it does more against us than it ever does against that person because that person is never going to know how many people are bitter towards him you know but I'm gonna I'm not gonna be able to heal without giving that up um which which is a hard thing and I think a lot of times it is a process you know like if I had, if somebody had told me two weeks in after that incident, like, well, forgive them, I'd be like, all right, stop talking. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't the time where like, it's a process. Um, And it is a command of the Lord, but it is, it is a process still. But I feel like a huge aspect that really helped me do that is like you were just saying, like, giving it up to the Lord. Because all throughout the Old Testament, especially like in the minor and the major prophets and things, it comes time and time again, how much the Lord hates injustice and how much he hates when people who are voiceless or oppressed or whatever it is are, are oppressed. And, you know, like they um, there's people who are coming at them and they can't, they're the defenseless, you know? And I felt like that was the situation. And I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm going to trust that you hate this more than I do because I, hate this with my whole heart like I had never felt that level of anger and sadness before but you're telling me that you hate injustice even more than I do and you are saddened and angered by this even more than I am and you are calling me to forgive and leave it in your hands you know vengeance is mine declares the Lord and that's truth like that's his and um so it really does it's like all right I'm going to release this to you And I'm gonna trust that you are gonna do what you will with it. And it turns out like something like she lives purposely spurred from it. It turns out that like, you know, I personally got to know the Lord so much deeper than I ever had before from like this perspective of like he is a healer. And, you know, she is with him in heaven and like it brought our family so much closer together, like all these different things that I know if we could go back, we would all wish that she was still here, but we can't. And the Lord The Lord uses things for his good and are for our good and his glory. And, but ultimately like we can really trust that he is going to do what needs to be done, whether it's on this earth or the next, like vengeance is his, justice is his, that's his authority and his place to do, you know, all of those things. And so it's our job to forgive people um, because it's something he calls us to. So I feel like, yeah, that was a really big thing for me in forgiveness was like, all right, the Lord is going to handle this the way that he knows best. Um, and he's the best one to handle it. And I don't have to carry the burden of bitterness because that's actually what it is—is is a burden. Um, right. And it's like an extra harm in myself. Like I'm so hurt, and now I'm adding bitterness on top of it. And it just is this weight that we can't bear. Like we can't bear it anymore. You know. Um, yeah. And and we can give that up. Like we can give it to him and trust that he's gonna he's gonna fight for us in ways that we couldn't fight for ourselves with bitterness. You know. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, but it think, is, uh, I do think it is a process.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to touch on that because the last thing I want to do is maybe sugarcoat this to seem as if it's right. easy.
2: Like this is absolutely
1: not easy at all. Like, trust yeah. me, like there are times where in my own life, you know, I was yeah. angry with God, you know, and right? I, you know, there's like, my prayers are not always pretty, you know, like, yeah, I come yeah to him with an open heart, completely naked, like heart wide open mm. and it's, it's just me being real with him, right? It's it's me getting down to like, I'm hurt and I feel like you have betrayed me. I feel like this person mm. has betrayed me um, and I don't know what to do with this. And you just, and you know, there's been times where I don't have the words, you mm. know, like I, have tears and yeah. sobs and that's it. Like yeah. the most I can get out is like, God, you know my heart. Like, just just hear my heart because like, I don't have the words to say. And mm-hmm. I think that's comforting when the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit prays on our behalf, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to have the words he'll pray yeah. for us and on, you know, intercede for us. Um, so I don't want this to, to seem as if right. like, this happened to Megan and three weeks later she was good. And here we are with she lives purposefully. And it's this big, amazing thing, like it's a process, it's a journey, even forgiveness itself. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to forgive over and over and over for it to really take root. Um, So I want to make that clear that, you know, we go through things, but that doesn't take out the ugly of it. Right. Like it's, It's a process for sure. Um, It's progression over perfection. It's not that you have to do it perfectly, um, but it's taking it one step at a time. Um, And I like how you mentioned um, that God hates injustice. Um, So if we are this angered by it, imagine how God feels. And I was talking to my mentor yesterday, And it was so perfect because even Mm -hmm. me, like, I ended that phone call in tears because I was really just, I had a lot on my mind, a lot on my heart, and I was just pouring it out and I had been holding it in for so long. Um, And we were talking about something similar where it was like injustices or people Mm -hmm. doing things wrong, you know, that they were leading people astray. We talked a little bit about injustice and as well as like false prophets, right? People who claim to know Jesus and to follow him, but yet they're leading people in an unjust path in the way that they shouldn't. Um, And she kind of she said something that really struck me. She said, you know, I almost feel bad for them because the amount of judgment that's going to fall upon them is a heavy one. You know, mm-hmm. God doesn't play around with injustice. He doesn't play yeah. around with people who claim to do one thing and are doing something else. Um, and they will ultimately have to pay for their actions, pay and and reap the consequences of that. So um, absolutely, I hope that's comforting to someone because it was comforting oh. to me as I was feeling betrayed and as I was feeling like, a little bit of that injustice um yeah. she reminded me that they are going to have to be held accountable for that and the the level and the severity of the judgment that's going to pass um is a, is a, is a big one so she had mentioned that and i thought it was a good point since mm. you were talking about um you know how much god hates um the injustice yeah. just like we do another thing you mentioned is that there's there's different levels. We talked about this being a process, mm-hmm. um, and I think there's levels to knowing who Jesus is, right? Like yeah, before right. this point, um, I don't know how your relationship with God was, but it got deeper. Yeah,
2: after yeah. this,
1: and I think that's such a beautiful thing. You know, you were able to be get closer to your family. You were able to spend more time with them. You know, have mm-hmm. deeper discussions and conversations and I think that's the beauty of God is that we don't get to know him all at once right we get to discover his character and who oh, he I love is that. yeah through the trials that we go through as we experience different things in this life we see new layers of him yeah. um, and for you it was this layer of God is still in control that he is mm-hmm. a just God that he is a good God um, yeah. a friend of mine right now, she struggles with control, right? So she if it's not in within her grasp or power, she struggles release like with yeah. with releasing control to God, you know, like how am I gonna pay for this? How am I gonna do this? Like if it's if it's to be it's up to me to figure out and I'm not going to rely right. on anybody else. So in the season mm-hmm. that she's in right now, she is seeing a new version of God, this version that he is her provider, that he is going to work it out it. for her. And I think yeah. as we go through things and as we experience things, we see him at new levels and Absolutely. Um, deeper, deeper levels for sure. Yeah,
2: Yeah. And I think even it's sometimes something that we have to, Like we, we learn characteristics of the Lord that we even have to relearn time and time and time again. And it's so cool though, because then we can always go back and be like, well, the Lord showed me this at this time. You know, the Lord showed me that he knows how to heal so I can trust him to heal in this season. And I can trust him to come through here because he's, you know, like he's been faithful. And, and I feel like that too is growth is like looking back at the Lord's faithfulness and trusting that he is going to be that again, you know, and just relying on him. So I really, yeah, I love that you were saying that. Yeah, that's so good. Definitely being able to
1: um, look back. And I think that's something that's important because um, I feel that some people, they don't want to look to their past, you know, they haven't maybe completely healed from it or they just want to forget about it. But for me, Mm Like, I never want to forget where I was, not because I wish I was there, but because I always want to remember how desperately I needed God. I never want to think that I've got it all together, that I can do this by myself. I always want to be reminded that I need him in my life and to see where he brought me from.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And just like all he has done and can do still. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I think it's a good reminder for us and a
1: good testimony for other people. Cause like you said, he is the God of all comfort and that's where kind of the light bulb went off for you, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're going through this season, you are hurt, you're in pain. um, You don't have any kind of clarity. You don't have any kind of answers to what has happened. um, And you're just like, over it, like I'm over this God, and I'm so hurt, I'm so frustrated. But you can he yeah. placed that verse, you came upon that verse that says, He is the God of all comfort, so that we can comfort right. others. And I think yeah, that's yeah. a huge piece to the puzzle. I know Absolutely. a lot of people who are afraid to share their story.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: whenever I get a chance to talk with them, they're like, you know, I'm I'm really scared. I don't know. And I always encourage them. I said, you know what, your story is not for you. It happened yeah. to you and through you, but it's not for that you, girl. right? It's yeah. for the next person. You know, this the, yeah. the person that's going through something similar. The person that needs hope or encouragement. Right. Um, that's who your story is for. So right. be bold in that. Stand in that, and you know, share your story and share what God has brought you through, because you never know who needs to hear what you went through or what you have to say.
2: Right. And I think too, it is right. Like you said, just that, and it really speaks to the fact that like seasons of pain, you know, like you said, that happened to us or, or even things that we may do to somebody else unknowingly or knowingly or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. like the things that we go through, are so much greater than ourselves and so much greater than our situation and our story. And I think that speaks to like purpose and pain and purpose in general is so much bigger than for us. Like the season of pain, like the Lord is using it, one, for sure, to work through me and in me. And he, like I said before, like was working in me more than I ever had experienced before. But two, like, so that, you know, so that you can go help other people, like, All of these things too are so that we can spread his love, be his hands and feet, glorify him and have his kingdom here on this earth, you know? So whether it's like an awful season of pain and heartache that feels unconquerable, or if it's the best season ever, it's never just for us. And I feel like so often we can have this tunnel vision of like, I'm never going to get through this, or this is the best season for me and nobody else can partake, you know, kind of idea, but it always should be. For others and for the Lord. Like it always should have those things. And I think that too, is like I said, something that really brought me through that season is realizing like this pain is bigger than myself and I can be a part of something bigger than myself. I can allow the Lord to use what has happened to me as part of something that glorifies him, that heals me and that helps other people, which is huge. Like I can be part of having other people feel the comfort of the Lord. Like, that's incredible, you know? So I feel like, again, that speaks to purpose in general. Like it's, our purpose isn't about us to begin with. It's about like being able to be his hands and be and glorify him and love him. And that's it. Like love others, love Jesus, glorify Jesus. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, I love that you're saying that. It just, it is for other people. And I think again, even that can be a process in coming to terms with that because there's times when we have to really process things for us. Absolutely. If something happens to us, there's a need to process it for us. But to always know, like eventually in that process of healing, like it is going to be able to be used for somebody else, you know? Absolutely. And and I think being open to that is really important too. I love that. I love how you said um, it's bigger than
1: us, you know, mm-hmm. our purpose, not only purpose and pain, but just purpose in general. Like you yeah. are created for so much more than what you probably think you are. Yeah. Um, like there's purpose in you and it's, so, God has such great, I want to say aspirations, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like our God is a big God. Like he dreams big. He goes, mm-hmm. like big goals big dreams and I think that he has mm-hmm. big aspirations for us too so our calling and um, our purpose is definitely bigger than us and like you said like you can now be a part of comforting someone mm-hmm. else so not to say that I mean I wish um like you wish your grandmother was still here with you mm-hmm. but if she was where would she lives purposefully be? Would it even right. be she lives purposefully? Would it be right. something else? You know, God mm-hmm. used that um, to be able to propel you into this season Absolutely. and be able to use this platform to do exactly that, to, yeah. to come for others through your ministry. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about that. So now you have um, SLP, Um, and it's doing amazing. Tell um, everyone a little bit about, um, what it is that you do, um, through SLP and, Mm -hmm. you know, how it's just been growing and how God has been using you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so she lives purposefully now. So it started, like I said, as um, I interviewed six women, um, and then it was blogs, and now we have studies. So the way I like to describe it is a Christian lifestyle resource um, Mm -hmm. and kind of just tying in everything with um, Christian living, which I think is very closely connected to purpose because I think, again, that our purpose is to glorify the Lord and the different ways He has for each of us to do that. You know, like we're all created differently and very uniquely created. And we all have different plans that the Lord has for us. But ultimately, the goal of each of our lives is to glorify him. So um, I think tying everything to that idea of um, living purposefully should look like living the way that God wants us to. And how can we practically do that? And how can we do that um, in the ways of who we are, you know, because that's going to look differently for you than it is for me. And some things are going to look the same, like aspects of obedience. But Um, The Lord is going to take us on different journeys, you know, so that I think that summed up is what I would I would call it is kind of a Christian lifestyle um, resource for women um, to really equip them to be able to um, be able to walk the walk, you know, and abide in the Lord Jesus Christ very practically, whatever season of life you're in, whether you're in high school, whether you're in college, whether you're, you know, working a mom or just, you know, like a young adult or an older adult, doesn't matter, you know, just, um, everything. And I, I, yeah. So, but basically in in short, what she was purposely is, um, and it seriously has just been such a blessing to be able to really connect with women like yourself, you know, like we never would have met probably, I don't know, like maybe maybe there's ways the Lord could have done that, but, um, like that is how we got connected was through, um, she lives, and being in a Facebook group together that I hopped on because of She Lives, and you hopped on because of your ministry, and right. um, just like being a boss babe that's a Christian, like <laughs> um, yeah. So it just like it has been such a blessing, and to be able to to hear that like other women have been blessed through She Lives she and through Jesus in it, and what He's been speaking to me about, and just sharing that like has been almost I would say like I could put she lives to rest right now and it would have served its purpose. You know what I mean? If one single girl was like impacted or felt encouraged, like that's it. (laughs) Like enough that I want that to be the case. Like I'd love for it to continue forever, but like, I really feel like ultimately it has served its purpose if one girl was encouraged and equipped, you know? So yeah, that is, she lives in short. I don't know if that specifically answered your question.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it totally did. And I love, um, Cause it's like, God will leave the 99 for Mm -hmm. the one. So I think even with things that I post, you know, sometimes I'm not as consistent as I should be, or I struggle with um, putting things out there, but I always pray like, God, like let this be for the one. If it touches one person's heart, if it helps Mm -hmm. one person today, then I've done my job right? And of course, the goal is to be able to help multiple people, right? Like you said, like, we want this to go on and on and ride it till the wheels fall off. But if all we do is help one person, then um, it was worth it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. Yeah, for sure. So um, I just want to allow you an opportunity to maybe give word of encouragement um, Mm. to the person who might be where you were um, Mm. that they're in a season of pain or uncertainty and yeah, they're trying to trust God through it all but we know how difficult that could be so what is just a word of encouragement that you have for them um, to maybe give them a sense of hope and uplift their spirits
2: yeah Um, I think first I would really just say that I know, especially if you're in the thick of it, it feels like nobody can relate. And like, you're the only one who has ever felt something like this. Um, and maybe even like a very lack of trust of God, it could be very present. Um, I remember people talking to me and trying to encourage me with the book of Job where he lost everything. And I even thought like Job can't relate to me, you know, kind of idea. (laughs) Which was a crazy idea, but I really felt that. Like, it just was like, nobody can really relate to the way that I'm feeling right now and the doubts that I'm having right now. And I feel so alone. And I feel like I am in the deepest pit I've ever been in. And I think jumping off of that, like, just to say that there is hope and there is, you know, we're in the valleys, but there is a mountain and there is a hill that you're going to get to. And two, like, ultimately sometimes there's going to, there's going to be things that come into our lives that feel like they're never going to pass. And sometimes they won't, you know, sometimes those things last until we pass on into eternity. Like that's just the reality of life right now. Um, But Jesus cares more than we realize. He is the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our affliction. And um, that chapter even goes on to talk about how there was affliction that they were facing that felt like death, you know, like they had received the sentence mm-hmm. of death and just to be encouraged that like you are not alone in the way that you're feeling. And I know that I probably can't relate exactly, but you can know that Jesus hears you and that he sees you and that he cares. One of my absolute favorite, favorite passages and a teacher of mine was talking about it right after my grandma had passed away mm-hmm. was the death of Lazarus. Um, and, you know, Jesus, they were like, Lazarus is sick, you know, we should go, you can heal him. And Jesus held off, he didn't start his journey yet. And then Lazarus passed away. And that's when Jesus came. And when he comes, Martha comes to meet him. And she's like, Lord, Lord, like, if you would have been here, you could like healed him. But like, and she says something like, but Lord, I know that you like you can do all things, you know, like she puts her trust in him still. But Mary does not come to see him. Martha actually has to go to Mary and say, Jesus is looking for you. So then Mary goes and you can already sense that she's more bitter, you know. And she, she just says, Lord, if you would have been here, like you could have done something. And she doesn't say, but I know that like it's still in your will and I know you're good and I know you can fix it. None of that. She just says, if you would have been here. And like in that single sentence, you know that she, like you said earlier, felt left down by Jesus let mm. down, by Jesus. you know, she, she, she did like, she says it there. Like if you would have been here and you didn't show up kind of reality. Right. And I remember him saying that. And it str- I literally started weeping in class because I was like, that's exactly how I feel is like, God let me down. He wasn't there when I needed him and he's still not there when I need him. And then the next verse is literally that Jesus wept, you know, and I think it really just speaks to the fact that Jesus cares so deeply. He cares that you feel let down by him even knowing that he didn't actually let you down. And I know that can be hard to hear, but he didn't, but we can feel that way. And he cares so, 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 so much more than we can imagine. And he wants to meet you where you are. And I think sometimes we have to come to the place where we stop trying and struggling and, you know, trying to fix it ourselves to just cry at his feet and be like, this is all you if you're going to fix it, do it. Cause I can't. Wow. Um, yeah, so I feel like just my ultimate encouragement would be that he cares so much, even when he knows that we feel like he failed us. Um, he's yeah. not mad that we feel that way. He he loves us so much. Um, yeah, and I think that would be my encouragement, I guess.
1: <laughs> I love that. I kind of want to piggyback on that because I remember a conversation I had with my dad um, mm-hmm. and it was in a season, it wasn't too long ago, maybe a couple of months where I was like expressing how God is never late, but rarely ever early. And I was talking about that he's always on time. He knows what Mm. we need. And my dad, um, in a way, challenged me because he brought that same story to mind Mm. uh, when Lazarus dies, but then he raises Lazarus from the dead. Mm. So he said, sometimes God will allow you to feel like he's late. He will allow you to get to the point of no return so mm-hmm. that way he could then do something even greater in your life. It's yeah. he's at that point in Jesus's ministry. He had healed people. They knew that yeah. he could do it. Right? He had never ris- risen someone from the dead. And it was an That's even true. greater miracle than just healing them. Yeah. So maybe he's allowing this to show out even more in your life. Um, And he challenged my thinking with that. And it kind of just b- brought a whole new perspective that sometimes we feel as if God doesn't see us, he's late,
2: he's mm-hmm. never
1: gonna show up. But when he does, he shows out and he goes yeah. all out, all in. Um and ultimately, you know, so that way we can give him the glory. So that way we can mm-hmm. really turn our eyes back to him and say, you are still good, even in the midst of the yeah. things that didn't feel so good.
2: Right, right. And I just jumping off of that, too, like I remembered in that season for me, like for months, I was so angry, you know, like incredibly yeah. angry and sad and bitter. And it really felt like a hole I was not going to be able to exit out of. Um, and in literally one night, like when the Lord showed me Second Corinthians 1, it was as though the words were lifting off the page, like to me. And I just felt the Lord, like, you know, like really just come over me and speak like words to me that were like, you know, I'm good. Like, you know, and all of a sudden, and I, and it sounds so silly or just kind of even made up, but in an instant, like all of my sadness and all of my anger was gone like that night. I had never like felt that angry again or that deeply sad. Like it was this incredible healing that I would not have been able to have said, was that incredible had it happened four months earlier, you know, cause I would have been like, wow, that was a quick recovery. Like, (laughs) or, you know, like I, you know, it's not that big a deal, I guess. Or maybe I'm just, you know, insensitive to my own like situation or something, Mm -hmm. but like, because I had felt so low because I had felt like I was just at the pit, you know, and yeah. he raised me up out of that. It was, it just is like all the more glorifying to him that like he is able to do more than I can ask or imagine. Um, literally to do the impossible, you know, to heal somebody in a single night. Um is is crazy. So just yeah, like speaking to that, like he wasn't late and he was hearing me for all of those months, you know, cry out to him. Um, and he wasn't early either, like you said, which I which I really love that.
1: Right. That was beautiful. So for anyone that wants to be part of the SLP family and wants to follow along on the journey and have access to those um, Christian lifestyle resources, where can they
2: find you? Yes. Um, You can find us just online at com, or you can find us on Instagram. That is um, our main community at Purposely. And also Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube even. But yeah, so Instagram would be the main one.
1: Yes. And if, if you're listening,
2: pain. it's all about pain.
1: <laughs> I know. It's very it. encouraging, very uplifting. Yeah. Um, I just thought this would be the per- perfect opportunity to talk about yeah. purpose. And I love it. That yeah. there, there's nothing that God doesn't use, you know, I even know. if it's pain. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, he uses yeah. it all. all Scraps and everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, he really does. Like the highs and lows, he uses them. And there's nothing too messed, messed up, up that you can't, can't use a hundred percent.
1: Right. So make sure to check out Megan and She Lives <laughs> Purposefully. Check out her website, SheLivesPurposefully.com and on Instagram at She Lives Purposefully. Um, okay. Megan, thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me and to share your story and just be so transparent.
2: Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me and for, yeah, just bringing up this very real and raw topic because, yeah, I think we all need to just be reminded sometimes that there is hope beyond what seems like the darkest of shadows. So. Yeah. I love this conversation and I love you. I'm so Ah, grateful. I love you too. I know that this is going to bless
1: someone. So I'm super excited.
0: Friends, wasn't that episode just so good? I personally was so encouraged by that conversation with Lauren. I loved chatting with her and I'm so grateful to her for letting me steal that audio and put it on my own podcast. Again, if you want to go listen to her podcast too, her podcast is Let's Meet for Coffee. Um, I really hope that you were encouraged by today's episode and I would love to hear from you, whether it's in a review or if you message me on social media please reach out I'd love to hear from you and I hope that you guys have a fantastic day love you guys